Oh, hey, it's you again. Welcome back to Getting It Out Podcast. Whether you're a frequent listener or even just a first timer, I want to thank you for clicking on the episode. I know there's a lot of options, a lot of podcasts to pick through and listen to. And this time you chose Getting It Out. If you like what you hear on this episode or maybe what you've heard in the past, I want to ask you to consider joining the gettingitout.net Patreon, where you'll get early ad-free access to interviews, sometimes weeks before they air. It only costs $2 a month, and hey, once you set it up, it's like making beef jerky in the 90s. You set it, and you forget it. You'll get email updates each time I post an episode exclusive to the Patreon. And though the cost is low for you, your support makes a huge impact on what I can continue to do with gettingitout.net and Getting It Out podcast. If you're interested, check the link in the show notes or head over to patreon.com slash gettingitoutpodcast. Thanks for hearing me out, and enjoy this episode of the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Songs to My Killer by Wisdom and Chains. That's off of their 2015 album, The God Rhythm. You can find that wherever you find things. Do the research. Find it yourself. Look it up. Buy it. Stream it. Do whatever. I spoke about it many times before, and I speak about it a little bit on this episode. Wisdom and Chains is my favorite hardcore band of all time. So I wanted to play a song for you from them. Just because. Because I felt like it, man. Because I like this song. I like what it's about. I like what it means. Whether that means what I think it means or not. I think it does. But who knows? A lot's left up to interpretation. But I believe this one has been clarified in the past. And I respect it and enjoy it. I hope you do as well. I also hope you realize where you're at and you know what you're doing. You realize you're listening to Getting It Out podcast and you know already because you clicked on the damn thing that this episode is with Ryan Young of Off With Their Heads, another one of my favorite bands. If I had to list like my favorite bands of the 2000s, the 2000s, let's say this century, these two would be part of that list. These two would be, I'm going to say, I'm going to say top five. Top five of the of my favorite bands of this century. Anyway, I had a nice and fun chat with Ryan. We covered a lot of things off with their heads and a lot of things National Basketball Association. So what's better than that? Rock and roll and basketball, my two favorite things. And it was another lunchtime chat. I got to come up with a nice little phrase for these things. They have become my favorite way to do interviews. Just do them on my lunch break. They don't go too long at all. Kind of get right to the point and kind of forget to talk about a lot of things. And uh, in some ways, that's good. Not beating down the same old doors again. But uh, maybe we did that. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. Maybe you're going to have to find out. But first, you're going to have to go to the hot zone, baby. Check it. I am very happy to officially report I am not dying. I don't have cancer. I don't have cirrhosis of the liver. I don't have any deadly ailments. Because last week I thought I did. Last week I was pretty positive. I was on my deathbed. I was walking around doing everything else I normally do. But in my head, I was like, I'm 100% going to die very soon. Because I'm weird like that. And I had a little pain in my side. In my, in my abdomen, in my upper right abdomen. And I stayed away from Google for a couple of days because I know what happens when you do it. I know what happens when you Google, what's this pain I got? You die. And I did and I died. I, I, like progressively, I started to die as I was reading things. I was, I was all sorts of cancer riddled and uh, cirrhosis and all, all. And then finally, like I couldn't, I couldn't keep it a secret anymore because I had to keep it all in. Right. Can't reveal any of this to anybody because I don't know why. It's just what we do as usually as men. Right. So I kept it all in, kept quiet about it. And I was just so uncomfortable and so full of anxiety about it. I finally said something to my wife on Friday after spending like eight hours sitting at a desk and then four to five hours in a car. And my side was just fucking killing me. And I finally was like, hey, I got to tell you, uh, I feel like I'm dying and I'm concerned as hell. And then all it took was me calling the doctor the next day. And the doctor was like, yeah, that's not what's happening. You just have like something's wrong with your muscles. It's a muscle strain. Do you work out? It's like, yeah. She's like, well, that was probably it. 
Like, are you kidding me? Like, I didn't want to believe her. I was like, no, I don't think you understand. I've Googled this. I'm dying right now. And uh, she did a couple things. One was ensure me that I don't drink enough to have liver problems, which might have been a bad idea on her part. Might have been a bad idea because now she says I can have 14 drinks a week. That's what we're allowed to do as men, apparently. 14 drinks a week. Hey, I don't think I was hitting that mark before. I think I need to notch it up a little bit. I was only doing maybe two to three beers each time I drank. I wasn't drinking seven days a week. So, I mean, I got some room. There's there's a whole lot of room for activities. It's like I just got bunk beds in my organs. There's room for more, baby. Let's, Let's dump it down. I don't think I will, though. I Since I scared myself, I haven't been drinking nearly at all. I think I've had like four beers over the last week and a half. One of those was at a King Buffalo show the other night. Have you ever listened to King Buffalo? I feel like I've talked about them on here before. And if I haven't, I should talk about them more. That band is so damn good. Finally caught them live. It was a sold out show here in Lancaster at TELUS 360. By the way, Off With Their Heads will be playing at TELUS 360 here in Lancaster very soon, too. Well, May, so it's not very soon. But anyway. Uh, I'm not dying. I'm allowed to drink more. It's actually this pain was good. It was a good thing to deal with for a week. Yeah, I don't know. It's just shitty how uh, how stupid I am. And uh, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And if I am, that's that's fine, too. But uh, but I just get these thoughts like that seep in and like on Monday, it's not a big deal. But by Friday, it's literally the only thing I was thinking about. From the moment my eyes opened to the moment they shut at night, it was on my mind 100% of the time. And that gets exhausting. Even when I wake up at night to like piss or something, it'd be like, oh my God, I forgot I'm going to die. But here I sit one week later, not dead. And I guess it could be like we could be in the eye of the storm. And next week this pain comes back and I do die again. But until then, let's party, man. 14 drinks a week. That's That's a permission slip. Let's go crazy. Speaking of going crazy, the Philadelphia 76ers superstar Mac McClung won the slam dunk championship over the weekend. Big championship for Philadelphia. You know, after losing the World Series and the Super Bowl, we just needed a guy who's never played a minute for the 76ers to win a basketball championship of sorts. And it happened. That's all we needed. Now we're all validated. And we, me, I, us, Philadelphia, I don't even live there. We're doing well. All right. I guess that's all I can report on sports because it is the all-star break. Football is done. Hockey exists. Baseball is going to start soon, which is dumb. But I do like the rules that they've implemented this year for baseball. I'm not going to watch it. No way in hell. But the pitch count, the pitch clock, what are they calling it? That's a good idea. And if you're a baseball person, like, what? No, it's not. Like, hey, man, every other fucking sport has it. Okay. It's the shot clock in basketball. It's the play clock in football. Hockey doesn't need one. Soccer doesn't need one. You, baseball, hasn't been good since it was in black and white. You need one. It's boring as hell. That's not true. I'm just being dramatic. But I like the uh, I like the new rules. Pitch clock, perfect. Still not watching, but I love it. Back to other things I love. Off with their heads and not dying. Before I get to uh, my conversation with Ryan about Off With Their Heads and a little bit about not dying, let's play a song from Off With Their Heads. And I think it's fitting that we play the song, You Will Die.
it's, it's actually funny that you say that you're in Baltimore right now. Cause Baltimore, when I was living in Baltimore is probably when I became like really into off with their heads. Um, and I bet you hear this type of shit a lot and I'm sure it's, it, it must be, a, I don't know. I, I'd imagine it's gotta be, uh, just kind of exhausting that like when I became obsessed, obsessed is a strong word, but when I got really into your music was like my lowest, deepest, most depressed time. And I was living in that city. And, uh, for some reason, what you do with off with their heads really spoke to me and, uh, really got me interested in what you're doing. I've been following ever since. And, uh, in a way I say, thank you for that. Right on. Thanks. Well, I mean, that sucks. That's (laughs) (laughs) I, it, a lot of people do say stuff like that. And I've, I've learned to look at it in a way of like, it used to make me kind of uncomfortable, but now sure. it's like, yeah. Hey, if it helps, then I guess I've done something cool. But I, I do the Garth from uh, Wayne's world thing where I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I can't imagine like, like stock response to it so that I don't get awkward and weird, but yeah, it, it's really cool to hear that. I got, yeah. I, I, and I know this from talking to other people because doing this, right. That, that having people come up to you and tell you how much your music means to them is, it can be awkward as fuck. And, uh, you know, like you said, it's just kind of, you, you got to get a, give a stock response because when, you know, what are you going to say after so long? It's but, genuine, but it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm, <laughs> I, I don't take compliments. Well, you know, <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'd rather people come up and say that than, you know, nobody give a shit at all. So like that, that's a massive difference. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's true. And that's, that's awesome. Um, but it must be a little bit strange to resonate. So, but also very cool. Anyway, I also didn't want to go very far without acknowledging that uh, a couple of days ago, you had the privilege of meeting, uh, one of my idols, Franklin. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was a dick. <laughs> are you, are yeah. you in Philly? No, but I'm in Lancaster, which is oh, okay. my, and my daughter lives in Philly. So I'm in Philly every Sunday dropping okay. her off, but yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously, I mean, this is my normal attire with the six. I see. On, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, I love Lancaster too. Um, yeah, we, uh, I don't know. I was just like searching through when Kyle and I tour, we like to go to NBA games in any city where they happen to be going when we have a day off or I remember one time in San Antonio, we just like did a sound check, then hopped in a lift and went over, saw the Spurs game, but had to come back to catch our set like third quarter. That's fucking (laughs) awesome. It's just something to do that. Like both of us are interested in and it's, it's super fun to see different stadiums and stuff like that. So we did that, uh, for the Sixers game. And I've always been curious about going to a Sixers game because you people have the reputation of just being animals <laughs> and like <laughs> booing your own team is a big one. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's every, everybody should boo your own team. <laughs> it's Nobody kinda- should hate your own team as much as you hate your own team. <laughs> you have a very, very like high expectation of them. And I like that. But yeah, like we, we did hear a couple of really choice things yelled out behind us that were making us laugh. We're just like, okay, there it is. Finally, we got, we got what we came for. <laughs> and that's funny too. Cause I, I watched that. Actually, I watched that game yesterday morning. I watch all the games. Even if I miss them, I watch them in the morning before I go to work. And, uh, and they could pretty much coasted in that game, but I'm sure there was some negative shit to say. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, there, there was the, what do you get? Free Chick-fil-A in that? Oh yeah. That yeah. Stadium? Man, I saw they almost got it from Jalen Green because Boban was in the in the very end of it, and people were like, "Come on, Bobby, chicken!" And he heard him. 
And he made it and he just looks at us and goes, eh, <laughs> sorry. Well, Boban's <laughs> awesome because he's been a sixer. He was there with yep. Toby. So we had the Toby and Bobby experience together. So he gets it. But it used to be Frosties. You used to get Frosties when they missed. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So this year it's chicken. Uh, and this year I actually, the, the only game I went to this year was against the Bucks. So Giannis kept fucking missing free throws. It was the ladder game. If you're familiar with the, the I do know game. the ladder game. Yeah. It was, That's funny it was, you were at that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that the latter thing was after we left, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that's why he was shooting free throws. Cause he, everybody kept winning chicken nuggets off him. You know, we were up to like a 24 pack. <laughs> that's <hilarious. laughs> just a great way to fucking boo somebody and, you know, try to get, Oh them. man, the, the, the place never gets louder than when it, people are about <laughs> to get free shit. It's the that's, best. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, um, I think it's very cool that you're into basketball. I obviously I'm a, I'm a big basketball fan. I got my little Charles Barkley space jam guy right here. I got, you know, it's, it's all my life has been punk rock, hardcore metal and basketball. Right. Which I know is not, it's like a weird, like frowned upon thing. Like you're, you're not supposed to be able to like sports and, uh, well, I used to play, so like that was my first trajectory, but I just hated everybody. So I obviously fell more into the punk and hardcore thing. Well, same <laughs> so with me. I yeah. They rediscovered it. And I'm like, okay, now it's fun again. So what, what was first for you, sports or basketball or? or it was rock? basketball when I was like a really young kid, but like I just, I, I don't, it's that anti authority thing. I don't like having a coach screaming at me. And I mean, I played hockey too and got kicked off the team for throwing a kid over the boards, like on my team. Is he <laughs> right? <sensitive>? right. <laughs> I get it. That's, I had a, uh, I have a similar, uh, I guess, I mean, it makes sense into punk rock, hardcore, and uh, sports are going to have similar attitude. I was, I had the same type of issues. I played basketball until I graduated, but I was not my coach's favorite. And yeah, I got thrown out of a couple games for maybe some incidents, but you know, that, yeah, <laughs> that's the way nah, it, it, it I was just more led towards the independence of music. You can, you're really your own boss in that one, which yeah. appealed to me. Right. Right. Well, you, you started the band. I don't know. I don't know when exactly. And I started listening. I don't know when exactly, but like I said, I've been listening for a long time now. You're easily one of my favorite bands. Um, typically what I do on here is talk to like mostly, uh, hardcore and death metal bands, you know, but, like, really? but I'm always, but I always want to make an exception for off with their heads for what you're doing, because I seriously listen to it so much and really have, it's one of those things that stuck with me for many years. Now I've caught you a few times. Go, I'll be here when you come back through with, with home with the home tour um but um but i know right now you guys are out doing these wandering duo tours how did that how did that come about basically uh we just got rid of our booking agent and not not because of any bad blood things but like i just say there's 20 years of doing this i just want to do my own shit like i do everything now like i booked all six months of these tours myself just from 20 years of doing this and kyle and i like to keep things new and I don't know, just do different shit to stay interested in it. So I was like, well, let me get a fucking baritone guitar, tune it down to the lowest setting it can, which is like drop a, and let's do like heavy versions of these songs. And that's what we're doing. It's just like a, a duo thing of like bordering on like metal sounding versions of off their head songs. And I've never had more fun. So (laughs) that's what we're doing. Not that's, bringing that's great. with us. It's just him and I driving around, like having a fucking blast. It's it's the best. That's all. And I, I've heard you talk about this on on your podcast, Anxious and Angry, and and uh, the stuff that you you guys are doing, and how you're how much you're enjoying it. Is there any? And I haven't seen one of these duo tours. I have seen, of course, full band. But 
Is there a recording that what you're playing live closely resembles? No. No. <laughs> that's the funny like nobody does the dumb shit that we do where we just get an idea and we're like fuck it let's go let's hit the road it's just from like i book shows through friends it's right. all just friends and i'm like hey i got an idea you want to do a show and they're always like yeah it's easy people just show up from out of the woodwork to come do the things because people have a good connection to us through that podcast and yeah. like you said like something about the lyrics like it's not a lot of people, but the people that like it really like it. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and yeah. I, that's kind of cool. We have like a really direct connection with people. So we're afforded the ability to do this cool shit that most bands either wouldn't want to, or have the time to do where it's just like, I don't know, this is the only thing that makes me fucking happy. So like, <laughs> let's, let's go out and do it. And, right. and, and it's, uh, it's pretty fucking fun, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm finally in a good place with this stupid band. <laughs> Was this band as anxious and angry and the distro and everything you do there? Is this all you're doing now? Yeah. 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 It's all I've really ever done too, which is crazy. Did you, I mean, it, it, like this is all you, like you don't have to work. I mean, work, you know, you don't have a traditional job or anything. You just get to do this. Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. I mean, I own a, I have a, a screen printing shop, like, right. like a, whole warehouse below me that's like mine we do things for you know local businesses charities shit like that but like it's all <laughs> if i had a job i'd probably work less <laughs> <laughs> right right i get you that's that's fucking that's that's great um i think that's like you know it seems like you're truly getting to do what you want to do and oh yeah uh, that says a lot i mean it's especially says a lot coming from a guy who writes such miserable music you know <laughs> Misery is the status quo around here. It's like, <laughs> might as well just be busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, you're on this tour for not too much longer, right? A couple, couple more weeks, maybe? For this second leg of it. Yeah. Then, it, then there's a whole other West Coast thing. So we're basically on tour the entire first six months of the year. Then yeah, well, I noticed you threw that that home tour. That's the one that caught my. That's where I got the press release from. Yeah, like, yeah. shit, yeah. yeah. That and I that that record, of course, that's the one. I think I think that's the one I came. It might have been in Desolation, but definitely home. Uh, it's it's a ten year anniversary, right? Yep. Did you do? Have you done any types of these tours for any of the other previous records? No, not really. Like that's a, I don't really know why. I think it was this one. It was just so fucking weird that it's 10 years old it just doesn't seem like it i guess because just so much has happened since then that it just kind of flew by so fast mm -hmm. and i don't know it's just like kind of a thing where it was like people like that record let's make a big fucking deal out of it why not <laughs> you know epitaph's giving me like my own color vinyl color for it and it's like cool yeah let's go on tour and do this it'll be fun and that, that's literally it it's like I know that people like this one, so right. fuck it. let's let's see if I can drudge up some enjoyment to these stupid <laughs> songs. <laughs> is there any is is playing stuff like that? Does do you, do you have any shitty connections that you don't like for for some reason you wouldn't like playing the songs? Oh, a lot of them, yeah, yeah. Like, but but I also have learned how to put that aside and look at how much other people like enjoy this. You know what I mean? Right. Like we we changed. Every time you see the band, we basically do something different. Like we rewrite these songs a lot. So you, the live thing will never quite be the same as the record. And uh, that's our way of 
staying interested in it. But um, I don't know. I, I've gotten over myself where I'm just like some of those lyrics. I'm just like, God damn it. So dumb. Because <laughs> we I always write everything right before I record it. Yeah. So it's not like this long thought out thing. It's just very reactionary to that moment. So for better or worse, sometimes I'm like, I could have done better on that one. <laughs> if shit. But <laughs> I mean, that's another thing that I'll do too, is I'll, I'll update my lyrics throughout the throughout time just to appease myself and not feel like such a clown. Well, that's, that's, I, I know all about the, uh, the writing writing lyrics and then listening to the songs later have there's there's one seven inch of my band out there that old band out there that baltimore hardcore band that you know like i i hear some of the lyrics on that shit and it's like god damn like i put that like out there it's out there forever you know yeah yeah exactly you know what i mean then (laughs) sure sure sure. but if you can disconnect yourself from that be like fuck it if anyone wants to sing along to this that's cool right sure yeah yeah no, and I, I got to imagine that one's that one's going to go over well. I think a lot of people reference that as their, as their at least the the jumping off point for them in in your band. Um, yeah, I've been trying to uh, go through some of your older stuff recently, and you know it's funny. Just earlier today, while I was sitting at work, I was like, I don't think I've ever listened to this live record you released in the last year or two, or whatever that was. And uh, I'd like to comment on that. That's a what word I use? Unbelievable. Or unreal performance on that one? Is that, is that how we describe that? Okay, so that <laughs> that whole thing. The back is a picture of that show, which is just this massive sea of people in Germany. But what it really is is a Lamb of God show <laughs> that uh, Randy from Lamb of God gave to me because he knew what I was up to. Yeah. But that entire live record was just us recording our own parts during the pandemic and then we had my friend add in like soccer stadium level noise and he took it to the next level and had people like clapping to the people <laughs> at that part yeah <laughs> yeah so the funniest part is that it's not only like i mean obviously not a live record but it's we weren't even recording it together <laughs> it's like kyle went in i had a set list and he just like played the whole song to like we we added in a fake fight uh, yeah 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 <laughs> there's just so much stupid shit about that and we thought it was so obviously fake right right when we put it out people were like this just makes me miss live music so <laughs> we're like is this unethical <laughs> so we never said anything about it but now i'm just like eh, it's funny whatever <laughs> <laughs> no it is funny and I, I think i didn't listen to it because i was like i don't want to listen to a fucking live record and then no, just earlier nobody. today i put it on i was like holy shit i i, I will re-listen to this because this is hilarious well you know? especially if you know it's fake and all the shit that i say like it's just me in my practice space like talking to myself not <laughs> Not any, I no, not even an engineer, just me. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty incredible. I'm, I'm a big fan of it now, you know. And like I said, the lie. Well, yeah, I think you, you even kind of, I think you kind of make it obvious with some of your comments in there. But, but yeah, you know, pretty, if, if people can't figure it out, that that's over the top, ham fisted, stupid shit. <laughs> right, right. Well, um, you guys are doing this duo tour, and then that home tour, I gotta assume, is full band, right? Yep. You've gotten pretty comfortable. It sounds like doing these duo tours. Uh, any apprehension about getting back out there with full band? Not really. We were kind of like making fun of uh, Kevin, our bass player. Where I, uh, <laughs> he actually works at my shop when, when we're on tour. So the bass player of the band is stuck home working while we're doing this shit. <laughs> and then, 
he's going to come with. And I was like, I don't know, Kevin, we got really good with just the two of us to be able to hop in and not fuck everything up. <laughs> High pressure. Poor old Kevin. Um, now it, I don't think we're going to have much. We know these songs so well and we are, we're all really, really close friends. So like it's, mm-hmm. it's a pretty seamless transition into whatever, even on the fly, we don't even really practice. <laughs> If we have an idea or something we need to do, then we will. But other than that, like we haven't really given much thought into how much different it's going to be. It's essentially the same. Everyone follows my lead. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. The uh, I was trying to think of a way to uh, when I was going to talk to you, I think it was last week. It was the NBA trade deadline around then. And uh, Kyrie Irving had just been traded to the Mavericks. And it made me think that maybe, maybe you'd be good for this question. If there was a Kyrie Irving esque musician, that's perfect for off with their heads that could write the songs that could play the tunes, but you know, you're going to get all the Kyrie Irving esque esh drama. Would you be able to put them in off with their heads? Would you, would you risk the, the reward? Not, never, not especially after this duo shit. That's actually fun. Never, I don't even want to bring a merch person anymore. <laughs> so if chewing with your mouth open, fucking die. <laughs> no, I can't. I don't know how those guys deal with shit like that. Like the, the different personalities of being in a band. Like I know because I'm one, and I must be terrible to get along with. Uh, but. <laughs> It has got to be so difficult for a like a team of what fifteen people plus coach and staff to tolerate that kind of shit. Oh man! Um, now jam all that in a van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that most bands don't last twenty years. Well, basically, I'm the only one left out of twenty years anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I you, you've gone through quite a few members, but I think, but I think you know, fair or not, when people think of the band, they think of you, which is I, you know, is common. Well, what I what I started it as was my solo thing. Like it, it was yes. just like this band is my band. You can be in it as long as you want, but I'm not gonna stop. Because right. I'm going to just write the same shit. So, and it, it was always brought up to everybody as that, like when they joined till when they quit. So yeah, yeah. it's just my little loophole of not having to start a new band. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like it. I like it. Uh, but although you've been around for a long time and it's made it a pain in the ass to try to get all of your records, but recently you've been, uh, re-releasing or reissuing some stuff. I know you got the, from the bottom, is that out? Maybe that's shipping already, but I, I saw yeah, No, that just, yeah. that, that came on a pallet the day I left. So those are all shipping out now. We got a couple, we got a bunch with us too for this run. Uh, I've got the, the first record we did that hospitals one mm-hmm. that's out. Uh, and now this collection that came out after from the bottom, that's also on its way next month too. So this year I've just got like everything that I own back in print, which is awesome. Is there anything left out there that you, you need to, you're trying to get ownership of? No, not really. The Epitaph stuff, they're great, man. Like I have nothing bad to say about them. They've always, I don't know. Brett has always just been so cool to me. Mm -hmm. I have people always bitch about labels, but like, he's the one person who's like literally just helped me. And 
it's been great. So it's awesome. Are you are you currently still on Epitaph? Was, I know Be Good was our, Epitaph. Our, but. What, our contract is done. We were all, we were doing three records with them, but he told me he's like, if you want, I got you for life. You're on the player option. That's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was just kind of like, I don't. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't write. I write a record every six years. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that goes to, to the next question. Be Good was 2019, maybe? Yeah. Is there a new one in process? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's life's busy, man, when you're trying to fucking run all these businesses. And Kyle is, you know, going to, or he just graduated, got his master's degree. Like, we're all, we're all doing other things, and we try and make sure this is, like, the one creative outlet that we all have, but life takes uh life takes precedence over fucking around you screaming in a microphone sometimes but not this year (laughs) no 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 well to to go off of that a little bit what what part is there a part that you enjoy more the touring the performing the writing the operations i don't know i think i think i like touring the most like it, it there's something about the schedule of it where it's just like we all we have a fucking pizza party every night in our room basically where we just fucking laugh about all the lunatics that come up and say wild shit to us (laughs) (laughs) we're sort of trying to learn how to do this without being such fucking drunk idiots but um yeah i'm trying to do that with regular everyday life right yeah i get yeah but we're uh we're kind of say hello to a new era of mental health care Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't want, we're not failing at it, but I'll just say we have a lot of fun the nights that we cut loose. And, uh, <laughs> they're just they're just a little less than they used to be. But it's definitely my favorite is traveling around. Play, like, there's nothing better than just playing a good show and like connecting with a community and realizing like, holy shit, we can go to this little mountain town in West Virginia and people are there screaming along. It's wild. You just never would have thought that growing up on a yeah. pig farm in Minnesota, you know? <laughs> I can't imagine life in Minnesota or really anywhere outside of Pennsylvania and, or, <laughs> or Baltimore, but uh, everybody always 
talks about the similarities between like the set, the middle state of Pennsylvania and like literally everywhere else in the country, you know? So, uh, but that really has nothing to do with my next question. My next question is just like, where do you find, or do you guys, do you have a favorite place to play favorite areas to play? Like where, you know, it's always going to be a good show. You know, we, we're, we bitch about everything. So I can't really, <laughs> what do you hate the most then? Give me, give me the worst oh, God, one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a better question. Um, Kyle hates California, which I love about that. Like just does not want to go there ever and openly talk shit about it, which is funny. That is funny. On my Spotify thing. I, I try and troll California as much as I can, but I have a Spotify playlist that says good songs from bands from California. And there's no songs on it. <laughs> That's very funny, which nobody really gets the joke, but <laughs> And it's obviously not true. There's a lot of good music there. Yeah, but no, double down on it. Of course, that's I'm, I'm with you on that type of shit. Just, just. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, my favorite place that I've ever played is Australia. Mm. Australia is just what a weird, wild world to get to go to. And I've been there, I think, four times. And it's just those people are awesome. They're nuts. They're, they're just, they're funny as shit. Like they're <laughs> on purpose or yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're yeah. just the, the way they talk is just like, they, they have like a different language. That's the same language. And it's just really funny. Like I, I can't even describe it, but I, I, if anyone's been to Australia, you understand what I'm talking about, but uh, they're, they're just, they're, they're seemingly pretty, good you know how like people in philly are like good people but they're also like the worst people on the Piece planet shit. yeah yeah right yeah because it's the same with people in Baltimore. it's the same thing with australia yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's like this weird quirkiness about it where i don't know you just sort of know what you're getting by the way city of brotherly love does that mean like i'm gonna kick the shit out of you but i still care about you is that what that saying means i think it, i think it could I mean, you can interpret it anyway. I, I just want, had like an epiphany when I saw that at the game. I was like, "Well, that makes more sense now." That's that's right. Well, I, I, speaking of that, I got to ask you because you were there on Monday, the day after my favorite football team lost the Super Bowl. Was there any remnants of that? Was nothing. We were so bummed. We were just like, first off, we were. I was actually rooting for the the Eagles on that one, and I was kind of shocked they lost. But we were just kind of like, is there gonna be a Philadelphia when we get there? <laughs> <laughs> I saw some people talking about riots, but let me tell you, I was in I was in Philly on Broad Street when they won the other one, the last one they were in, the only one. Yeah, and uh, it was great. It was the fucking one of the most fun nights of my life, you know, to be in the city when they won the Super Bowl, run the streets, you know, it was packed. You see all sorts of pictures, but it, but rioting, there was, I mean, there might've been a car on fire too, but like, it was pretty isolated, you know? So for the I win, so I, I wouldn't expect, I wasn't expecting much, but I was still a little hopeful that there would be some, some type of rage. Yeah, you know? The whole grease in the polls thing. Is so <laughs> That's fucking funny. awesome. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> did you have you seen the, the the cops out there with the i mean not, not in person but like videos of the cops out there with they go out there with rollers and they literally no no they have, like yeah. there's videos of that oh yeah yeah they they physically Sick. grease the poles yeah it's funny it doesn't work but uh it seems like a waste of grease but i don't know what else you use grease for I, I bet. all right well you guys um <laughs> got this tour this one goes till march 18th you said there's a third leg of it and then in may you kick off the home 10 year anniversary tour, which we already talked about a little bit. It seems like it was kind of an obvious choice to go and 
do that. I want to talk to you a little bit about Anxious and Angry, the podcast. You started doing that like before people started doing podcasts regularly. Like, and now there's 3 million of them. Um, yeah, do you yeah. feel like you were kind of the, one in on the ground floor on that? I wouldn't say that, but like, yeah. I, I was like, I was a big fan of like, you know, what the fuck Mark, Mark Maron's thing yeah. just from touring around and like getting sick of music and like, just listening to that kind of thing. And I was like, well, this would be kind of cool on a really tiny level mm-hmm. of like all of my friends and keep it focused on like, you wouldn't believe it, but this guy's a lunatic too, you know, like that kind of <laughs> shit and talk about that. I mean, my first episode I think was fucking, well, it was Nathan from boys. That's fire, but close, close after that was, uh, Corpse grinder, right? Corpse grinder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who like, I that's a crazy guest to have for a brand new podcast, and he only did it because we're one of his favorite bands. Mm. I think it's awesome. That is it, awesome. It plays so well into like growing up in Minneapolis of how like we don't listen to a lot of the shit we get lumped into. We like we like metal and hardcore, right? <laughs> like yeah, that's hip hop, like almost. No, none of the pop punk shit at all. At all. It's weird. So it's just like a lot of the bands that get added to these shows, like they're talking to us about shit. We have no idea what they're talking about. I'm like, right. dude, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Does that distinction that off with their heads get as pop punk annoy you? Because it annoys me. Absolutely. I don't hear it. I don't know what, like, I will tell you and anybody that listens to me that I do not like pop punk. I get it. I can't stand it. And I don't even, I hate even saying I don't like something, but I don't like it. Uh, but I love off with their heads. And to me, I, that's nothing like pop punk. I get what you're saying though. Where it's just like, I don't want to talk shit about people's music or whatever they like. Right. Like that's fine. Not publicly at least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but I just, I don't, I don't like it at all. And like, I hate, I, I just, I don't say that I hate playing with bands like that because I don't really care. It's like if they're cool, they're cool. I don't give a shit. But like right. it, it when we play shows with like good hardcore bands or like even just anything heavier, we're like, fuck yeah, all right. I'm actually engaged in this show. Yeah. Not listening to like something that I've just I have no connection to whatsoever. So I a lot of people, I, I mean, I was arguing with someone about this. They're like, no, you're a pop punk band. I'm like, what? <laughs> Come on, man. I don't know what it is, but like a lot of the metal guys or the hardcore guys like hear what we're doing and they, they kind of get that, you know? Yeah. Um, I wish, but I'm not trying to be anything. So it's just kind of like, all right, I guess if, uh, if we're going to whatever taking back Sunday is sure. We'll do that. Yeah. It was real similar. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like similar sentiments, you know, just <laughs> register and everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I understand. I understand how people end up putting you there, I guess. I don't know, but you know, like you said, whatever it does. I don't know. I think maybe the lyrically is, is where you resonate so much with the hardcore and yeah. metal stuff. And and also your your vocal delivery is another is another big one. Totally. But yeah, well, you're more likely to hear like, you know, cattle decapitation rolling out of our van windows than, <laughs> you know, anything else pretty much. <laughs> well, that have you experimented or tried touring with metal and hardcore bands? We toured with Municipal Waste hmm. and a band called Phobia once. Grindcore. Yeah. And shame the pain. 
Yeah. What geez. a name. <laughs> he put out a new song last week. Fucking about. lunatic. Um, <laughs> I loved it. But it was, it, I, we had a blast. We all got along. It was like, but like, I remember just looking at the kid, this kid in the front row, arms crossed. And I just go, you are not enjoying yourself at all. And he goes, of course not. <laughs> in the middle of So like, but some people like, you know what I mean? That's, that's what you get when you try and cross over into other things. It's like, yeah. I think I hated it at that point in my, my life, but now I'm like, really want to get back to that. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't care. I'll play for people that hate us. It's, it's kind of more fun. <laughs> do you find the whole thing off with their heads in general, anxious and angry, whatever. Do you find the whole thing to be more fun now than it ever was? Oh yeah. And, and I think it's because we know what we are. We are just this weird entity that floats through, floats through life. Just gotta be like, whatever, who gives a shit? We're not trying to be anything. We're not. And like, it's, it's, it, there was a time, especially like 10 years ago, like, finding myself at South by Southwest playing like fucking showcases for publicists and booking agents. And I'm just like, man, I don't want to fucking do this. I hate these people. Right. Like, I, just, I just don't care. Why am I here? And, and now we don't, we just don't do shit like that. We don't play music festivals because we don't like them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather play the mountain town in West Virginia than the big festival with just a bunch of fucking bands I don't like. So it's just, we operate on our own little plane of existence and I'm very stoked on that right now. That's awesome. And I think I've, I found that with talking to a lot of people is that it usually takes a band that's been around for a while or people who've been around for a while, older guys, whatever guys and gals that just, you know, know, know how to manage their expectations now, know exactly what it's going to be instead of uh, some type of fucking weird thing you come up with, come up with in your head. Totally. Like but, we're, we're supposed to be doing a split with wisdom and chains, you know? Hell I mean? yes. That is my favorite <laughs> hardcore band of all time. Supposed, like I just have, we, we haven't talked about it in like a year, but I'm just like, well, when we have songs, we'll do it. But it's just like, that's the kind of shit that I'm stoked on where it's like, that'll be fun. That's you a know cool it's, thing. You know, what's really funny is that I know Joe, their singer really mm-hmm. likes you guys. And I've had him, on here before and I, I love wisdom and change. I'm not exaggerating when I say they're actually my favorite hardcore band of all no, time. I believe it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, I think, well, I think when I also, this also gets me off on a tangent where I always say when, when I think you should, you say a band is like your favorite of all time, it should include like, it should be a band that has, that you've been able to experience that you've been able to be involved with that you've, you, you know, you, you got their records and they came out like to say my favorite hardcore band of all time is, I don't know what's a band from the eighties that everybody loves? leeway. Like, all right. I think born to expire is great, but whatever. I got to see him twice. And you know, so I think, but anyway, so, so anyway, I love wisdom and change. And it's funny that you say that because I was thinking after talking to you, I should hit up Joe. Cause I know he likes you guys and I haven't had him on for a while. So that's very exciting for me to hear you. Yeah. are going to do that. Bring it up to him. See if he remembers. Cause uh, I think I'm <laughs> I a slacker on that one just cause I, th- it takes me two years to write one song. Well, they haven't put out anything in a long time either. So I think they've That's been true. on a, and, and, uh, uh, from hearing Richie, the guitarist on other things, he tends to blame Joe. So maybe, he, maybe he's at fault too. So <laughs> good. All right. Then we're kindred spirits like That's that. Right. <laughs> It'll come out when it comes out or it won't, exactly. you know, whatever. The idea is exciting enough. All right. I'm going to let you go. Cause I need to get back to work anyway, but the, but I have to ask you one last uh, basketball related question. All right. I think I've heard you explain this before though. 
you you are would you do you consider yourself to be a Rockets fan? What how does this work? Where does where does your allegiance? I don't know where this came from? It's so funny where everyone was just like, uh, it, it, someone wrote in on that podcast. It's like, how the fuck can you be a Rockets fan? I was like, when did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Kyle and I just like shitty teams basically, and like, there's something about rooting for the the worst of all the teams that makes me. There's something endearing about it. And the Rockets this year are like, it's not even that they're that shitty because there's something about them that's like, they're going to be good. They just can't play together. They're they're young. They're very young. And they have no like, no like uh, guidance from a veteran or anything like that. They just got John Wall back for some reason. So he's definitely (laughs) the fucking weirdest trade I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) Especially after talking shit about that team to get traded back. What a bummer. But no, I, I don't know. It, it it could be the Rockets. It could be anything. But I've always I've always liked the bad news bear of any sports team. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. No, I hear that. That was the, that was the Sixers for a long time. Uh, yeah. But I was I was a floater before when I was younger and in the nineties I was a Charles Barkley guy. So I went wherever Barkley went. And then oh. when Barkley retired as a Rocket. I was done. I stopped watching. I was also like when I got obsessed with like hardcore and all that stuff too. Um, but then I came back in in the process era of the Sixers before Embiid started playing. And that seemed like the right time because they sucked. That was always my thing. Like I, I don't want to get in on a team while they're good. I want to get in on them while they suck. Yeah. And then, and then that, so I'm sticking with them now. I'm not, I'm not moving again, but yeah, that's it. Well, good luck. I'd like to see them do better than they have been lately. But it's a it's constant. It's it, it'll never happen. That <laughs> I'm a Philadelphia fan, right? So I'm eternally pessimistic. But he's gonna he's gonna have uh, Embiid's gonna have every right to ask out of that fucking team. Yeah, you would and think he, so. Whenever he wants to, you know, no, not gonna be able to hold it against him because he's done whatever he could. It's just his other fuckers that have been around. To whatever, whatever. You're gonna get fired up. I gotta go back to work. All right, Ryan. Hey. Thanks again for doing this. I appreciate this. I truly appreciate the music you put out there in the world. I listen to it all the fucking time. One of my favorite bands. Thank you for your time. I'll be seeing you when you're here in Lancaster. All right. Yeah. Let's have a, let's have a drink. I wanted to tell you, I wanted to share some important details that you're unaware of. I want you to listen. I want you to care. I'll choke to death if I don't clear the air. It's not a secret that I obsess And then I get angry and then I get stressed And you can't imagine and you can't compare You've no frame of reference and then you get scared I'm doing my best to help make you see That it's not your fault when I beg and I plead It's much easier just to go back to sleep But we gotta find a place to start Because I'm falling apart Stay in one place I look in the mirror And I see the face Of a failure who'll never be
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Ryan Young of Off With Their Heads. Thanks to him for indulging the basketball and rock and roll talk. That's how every podcast should go. I should just change the whole format. I've actually talked about doing that a lot in the past. I've never gone through with it. My man Ryan Rainbow at Meet Me Podcast has floated the idea of calling it Laying It Up, which is great. I love it, but I haven't done it. Anyway, the song you just heard was Clear the Air from In Desolation. It probably would have made sense to play a song from home, the record we talked about the most in uh, hindsight, but you know what? I didn't. So if you're wondering why I like that record so much, go check it out. Get it on LimeWire or Kazaa or wherever uh, a virus will infect your computer. And then with your regret in mind, go buy a copy. I do believe Anxious and Angry, the store, has exclusive colored vinyl. I don't know. I think he mentioned it. You check it out. Go find it. Make sure you go to one of the tour dates. I do believe they're wrapping up the second leg of that wandering duo tour now. There's a third leg, as he mentioned. And then, of course, in May, the home 10-year anniversary tour. I will be catching that in Lancaster, as mentioned. If you're going to be there, don't come up to me. I'm kidding. I don't care. I probably already know you, though, if you're going to be there. Anyway, I can't exaggerate enough how much I like this band. So it's uh, it's really cool to get this one down. I really do believe, like, the, the, starting with In Desolation and then uh, Home and then Be Good, the band is just on his great run of releasing high quality, awesome records. The stuff that I listen to like every time and I say out loud, like, I can't believe how good this is front to back. It's like what I like, and I don't get tired of it. It's like listening to Dag Nasty's Can I Say. I can just do it over and over and over again and it doesn't bore me or make me annoyed like most things do. So I think that's super impressive. And if you're like, hey, Dan, you should check out Iron Sheik or uh, I don't know, Ladderman or some shit that like, stop it. I don't want to. All right. You know, like I like this and that's all I want to like. It's it's nobody does it as good as they do. And uh, it's the best. It's the best there is. It's like the Bret Hart of this type of rock music, whatever you want to call it. Don't call it pop punk. We went over that. But uh, I like it. But it's like when people tell me uh, you should try this, this dip like, man, I just like my chips the way they are. Please stop trying to get me to put it in that hummus. I don't like hummus. I like chips. Leave me alone. I don't want an onion dip. Are you crazy? That sucks. Just let me have my chip. Naked, plain chip. Whatever it is, whatever brand, whatever seasoning. I got it that way. I like it this way. Just stop trying to alter that. Stop trying to introduce me to something. All right? I understand that's what I basically do with this podcast all the time is tell you to like this, like that, and the other thing. But uh, I have the supreme taste here. Okay? Off with their heads is the best of their brand. And you now agree with me. I'm sure I've had you all convinced. Anyway, let's move on. Let's get to the end of this episode of the podcast. And you know, we always got to do that by playing a song. And uh, I've got a good one for you. At least I think it's pretty awesome. It's from Stoned Jesus. They're based out of Kiev, Ukraine. They're a psychedelic rock trio, if you want to call it that. The song is called Get What You Deserve. And it's off of their new album, Father Light, which will drop next week, March 3rd, on Season of Mist Records. It's a long song, and I don't care because I think it rocks. So I'm putting it here right at the end of the podcast. If you want to listen through to the whole thing, I highly encourage that. I also highly encourage you to go check out gettingitout.net for all your up-to-date information on things that rock and suck. I cover it all. That's it for this one. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.